matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Why? Don't we make you laugh? Aren't we? Come play with us, Danny. Bad luck to kill a seabird. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks podcast. I'm your host, Trashmouth, and this week, for the first time ever, I will be having not one, but two guests from the thrash metal band Rhythm of Fear. My guests this week are the vocalist Jay Santiago and drummer Logan Miano. Now, before we get into that, I just want to say make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, because next Monday, I'm going to be starting a week-long giveaway where the prize will be a Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks t-shirt and Dead Heat's Certain Death on vinyl. So make sure you're following us so you can get in on that, as well as any other updates on the podcast. So with that being said, here's the interview. What's up, guys? Nothing much, brother. So uh, 2020, does that, if I'm not mistaken, that marks 10 years for you guys. Can you tell me a little bit about if that's, you know, correct, and then how you guys got together? Uh, yeah, we started in 2020, or I would say that I started looking for band members in 2010. Sorry. Yeah. 2010 contacted this guy first told him i want to do like like a late 80s early 90s thrash metal band basically like in the vein of like uncle slam or early testament zentrix cyclone temple stuff like that which i was like at the time that was like way out of my element gonna be honest i like like thrash metal isn't really like my the genre that i grew up listening to i was more of like punk and hardcore and hip-hop and stuff like that yeah it was it was super out of my element but I, I don't know. I was just excited to to get in there and start something new and try something new, something different. So yeah, and I only grew up listening to like Journey, and <laughs> Kansas. So starting a thrash metal band was also out of my element. <laughs> yeah, my, my first concert was actually uh, Kansas and Yes because my stepdad was a huge Kansas fan. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh man, I was so excited to see Yes. They're supposed to come through this year with Alan Parsons' project. Really? Yeah, it was one of those tours that got canceled, but. I got you. No, I saw them back when I like I was probably uh, barely eight or nine years old back when that happened. So I barely remember. Yes, I think by them I was falling asleep because I was so young. But uh, Kansas was awesome as shit. That's for sure. I've seen Kansas quite a few times because that was like his favorite band of all time. So yeah, same. Oh, they still got it, man. They still got it. Hell yeah. So you guys uh, last year released uh, Ritual Dementia. Do you have any plans on doing anything in the future? Like uh, any new music coming up? Yeah, yeah. So we're working on. Uh a series of kind of like uh like live sessions videos and mm-hmm. with with that what we're doing is uh we're doing four covers and uh an original song that we just got done writing and uh, it's all pretty much like the same i don't know subject i guess you could say it's all about uh racial injustice and things like that police brutality yeah uh, and what we're doing is we're going to be releasing those like once every couple of weeks just kind of like reminding people that this is still going on regardless of like you know what's happening or you know if if people are still talking about it on the internet we want people to know that this is still going on and it's still a thing and it's been a thing for a long time yeah 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 definitely hell yeah letting people know where you know where we stand as a band but we picked a handful of like really like rad bands that we grew up listening to like Sepultura and Bad Brains and stuff hell yeah pick some bands like that to do covers 
and release them as basically like a live recording sort of you yeah know? we, we want to keep it raw you know yeah, like, kind of raw like yeah. it's, it's not perfected you know we just we just made a list of songs that we wanted to cover and uh whether people know the bands or not is uh is irrelevant you know it's more it's more about the message so yeah. like when we re release these songs we we like encourage people and uh, we want them to go and search the bands and, and read the lyrics and, and really find out what these people are talking about. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're excited to release those. And, uh, you know, we got three new tracks too that aren't released yet that we went to studio for, but those are just going to be used to like basically shop. Yeah. We're not really sure what we're going to do yet. Cause we've never shopped as like a band before really like in the 10 years that we've been around. Yeah. Kind of been DIY touring a bunch and, so, so we recorded these three songs. Uh, it's, we're going to also release those as singles. Mm -hmm. Um, and <laughs> we have like, you know, we've been working on things for a little while. We, we got, uh, a handful of songs that we want to, ideally we would like to, uh, release as like a, uh, maybe like an EP or another full length. We don't know if we want to do a full length or EP next, but, yeah. uh, uh, hopefully within the next few months, maybe you know the beginning of the year everything's kind of like corona has royally screwed everything like all the plans for all these bands and stuff like that so yeah we're uh we're just trying to to keep the ball rolling do as much as we can without you know being in front of people so yeah we're not really trying to play live until everything's back to normal no, definitely no i don't blame you guys i see a couple of bands uh well i haven't actually seen any bands personally doing it but i've seen like you know uh pictures of crowds and stuff like that and that shit's just you know definitely unnecessary if you can't yeah, actually yeah. strange you know like what are you gonna do separate people you know by six feet and then everyone wears a mask and nobody nobody move or anything like, yeah it just they, seems kind of impersonable or it, like, it, it takes the to me it takes the passion out of everything because yeah, like yeah. you know hardcore and metal just gives you this feeling like no other genre you yeah. know it's the energy you know and and with this going on you can't you can't feed off that energy, you know? So, I mean, when the time's right, we'll be able to tour again and, you know, play shows and things like that. So until then we're going to try to, you know, like I said, keep the ball rolling. We have a, another music video that we, uh, we filmed with our friend Cameron Nunez and it's kind of, it's kind of horror esque. Hell yeah. And, um, yeah. We're, we have a plan, you know, it, it here in Jacksonville, it's kind of like a theme for us to like, when we do like a release, we tend to do like a, like a, a big like party or show or something like that, you know, that revolves around the release. But mm -hmm. um, we kind of have a, a cool idea in the works just to give people, you know, the, the momentary feeling of normalcy, you know? So yeah, we're kind of excited about that. Hopefully it'll be out around the time that this airs, you know? So hell yeah. Well, before we move on to the horror movies, do you guys uh, play or do any, like any other type of projects that you want to talk about or promote? No, nope, not at the moment. Not at Basically, the moment. This no. is all we do. Yeah. Just rhythm of fear and hell yeah. Of course, we have the drive to want to do like other projects and you know other yeah. genres aside from like thrash metal, but this is yeah. uh this is kind of our baby. So yeah, we'll we all we all love like all types of music, like goth rock and obviously old AOR and whatnot. I would love to do everything, but yeah. Don't have the time, for it, unfortunately. Yeah. I didn't know if you had anything that might not uh, technically be music related either. Like, you know, if you guys do a podcast or if you do any twitching or anything like that. 
No, not really. I mean, do a lot of gaming, oh, yeah. but no, no streaming or anything like that. Unfortunately. Now no, I feel you guys. So uh, we can go on to the horror movie. So growing up and uh, you guys, I guess, can choose who goes first. Growing up, you know, what was your relationship with horror movies? And, you know, if you have any memories that really stick out to you from your childhood. I saw the first Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know how old I was. I was probably like 10 or 12 or something like that. Oh, yeah. And uh, I loved it. And that was my first time seeing like any real like blood and gore and whatnot. And I was just completely mesmerized yeah by the entire thing like seeing that guy guy get sucked into the bed and just like blood spraying all over the place that's johnny depp right yeah oh it was yeah that's right yeah johnny depp yeah that was like his first movie right yeah but uh anyway so that was my first like real (laughs) horror movie i would say um that i saw and after that i was like this is this is sick i gotta see more but at first when i first saw that my stomach turned i was like this is insane like so much so much blood in one shot but as a child you don't understand like how they're able to do that you know but uh later on in life i don't think i got into like more like slasher style films like that but i've always loved freddy especially yeah. especially over like all the other like heavy hitter uh horror villains like jason and whatnot he's always been my favorite oh yeah no freddy's been one of my favorites as well uh that kill still to this day is one of my top uh kills in a horror movie just because of the like massive amounts of blood you don't even see like any actual like death you just get sucked into the bed and it's just like annihilated that's like one of the most memorable scenes in my (laughs) opinion like yes hands uh, down so uh i guess with me i've always had like an attraction like horror films and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. like growing up it's funny because i hear like you know stories of my friends that their parents would always like limit what they were able to watch and things like that and uh my parents honestly did not care what I watched. Like we would watch all kinds of R-rated films and everything like that. But uh, horror was kind of like, that was kind of like my, my favorite genre of like everything, you know? Yeah. Uh, I kind of like, even though it, in my opinion, it, it might not be like solely horror films, but like, you know, a little comedy sprinkled in like my boyfriend's back. That's oh, like yeah. one of my favorite films of, you know, yeah. Like early on and uh rest in I don't peace know, things uh, like philip seymour hoffman <laughs> yeah 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 and uh, uh like buffy the vampire slayer when that came out i loved it you know yeah. so stuff like that you know as a kid i i watched and that just like was like the segue into just like you know actual like horror films and things like that uh oh, yeah. i i remember like being a kid and being absolutely terrified like when it was raining and like we were playing outside and stuff like that i was absolutely terrified to like go anywhere near sewer because of it like yeah that that was just like stuck in my head you know and and shower drains would freak me out and uh taking a shower because of watching psycho oh i know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. showering with the the curtain open but <laughs> i didn't do that but no i definitely did that <laughs> <laughs> i would just check every couple of like 15 second inter- intervals and yeah sh- <laughs> yeah take a little peek out like yeah. <laughs> we're clear but, but yeah Oh, yeah. So in uh, reverse order, do you guys have an all-time favorite horror movie? Dang. I don't know, man. Is American Psycho a horror film? I don't know. That's my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I consider it horror. It's uh, psychological horror, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a dark comedy, I guess. Like a dark horror comedy. Yeah. That's that's the best movie. I, dude, I, I don't know if I can narrow it down to like a favorite horror film. Man, I mean, not a classic, but The Void. 
Hell yeah. Great, great movie. Yeah, it's, it's hard to top that movie, honestly. That's like the new generation of like Hellraiser, in my opinion. That's like, you know, that's everything I wanted to see from a, a Hellraiser remake that I haven't seen yet, you know? Yeah. No, uh, the way I define it is like Hellraiser meets the thing because the way they're like isolated yeah. in the building and shit, but then the yeah, way yeah, it's yeah. kind of like very uh, Cenobite-ish with everything, but. Yeah, yep. I love the culty feel to it. And the Hell yeah. body horror is perfect. The cosmic horror is perfect. Like all of it is, like I wasn't expecting that movie to be that good. No, I mean either. I think uh, one of my earliest guests, uh, I think it was Tom from the Acacia Strain uh, recommended it and I've watched it on his recommendation and ended up loving it. It was one that I just kind of let go under my radar, even though it was streaming everywhere. I just never gave it a chance, but no, that shit's dope as shit. Do you have any uh, other favorites you guys want to talk about or mention? Oh man. Mm, I really liked the, uh, a cure for wellness. I don't know if that's Ooh, considered yeah. uh, horror or not, but I mean, it gets kind of spooky, I guess. That's along the lines of like a psychological. Yeah. Another psychological. Like, yeah. like I said, I, I yeah. kind of gravitated away from slasher films in life. Yeah. You know, like I wasn't really stoked on blood and guts. I wanted to like more of like a, like a mind bending kind of drama, psychological thriller type. So there yeah. was, there's one that kind of stuck with me that I saw. I want to say it was like maybe around 2009. It was a movie called Dead Girl. Oh, I've never heard of that one. Okay, so this movie is absolutely wild. It's like, it's definitely not a movie that like hit like theaters or anything like that. The acting in it is subpar, you know, like. Yeah, uh, that's where I draw the line, man. Acting's got to be decent. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, the, the more terrible of the actor, the better for me. I don't know. I kind of like, <laughs> I kind of like terrible horror films. I don't know. But uh, anyways, so this movie, Dead Girl, it basically documents like this group. And by group, I mean two people of like outcasts in like high school or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, they skip school, they go drink, they do drugs, you know, and they're kind of like into urban exploring. So the main character and his best friend are exploring through this like old like hospital or whatever. Yeah. And like way down in the basement somewhere, they come across this like crazy like metal door that looks like super old and like rusted and it's like bolted shut so they try and pry it open and i'm gonna try to tell you this without like ruining everything but okay uh, i wasn't sure if this is gonna go all the way which i mean you you can no. spoil it if you want to but i mean okay, i'd like to check I'll, it out I'll, I'll <laughs> all right break it down for my man so, so, so anyways they finally get in and they kind of like look around a little bit and they see like a bunch of like old medical supplies and stuff and yeah, come across a gurney and the gurney has like plastic wrapped around it. It looks like, you know, real, like, like it's been there for a long time yeah. and they look closer and under the plastic, they find like a body and it's a body of a girl. And she's like, you know, she's laying there. She's got bruises all over her body, you know, cuts, everything like that. Mm-hmm. And she ends up being a zombie. Oh, right plot twist so i was gonna say damn i wasn't expecting yeah. that genre bending <laughs> yeah, yeah so 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 they find they find this zombie girl in this basement and not the main character but his best friend he's kind of like freaking out he's like yo yo we can't tell anybody about this you know like if anybody finds out we're gonna be in big trouble hmm. so they close the door and they go back like you know to their normal lives going back to school and stuff like that the main character has like a crush on this girl in high school and uh, she doesn't really like him, but she like is like, you know, friends with him or whatever. So yeah. um, she 
decides to like kind of start talking to the main character and they they kind of you know hit it off a little bit and anyways so you know the main character goes back to the spot that they found the dead girl and his best friend has got like his friends down there and basically what they're doing to this this zombie girl is they're keeping her as a sex slave damn that's fucked up yeah there's another plot twist (laughs) yeah so so they're keeping her as a sex slave and the main character is like, man, this is wrong. You guys can't do this, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it causes tension in between the friends. And it, it gets like, it gets really crazy because they start like fighting and everything like that. Mm. And then, uh, so the main character ends up bringing that girl and going down there because he's like, you know, we have to tell somebody about this. So they get married the end. No, no, no. So <laughs> no. they go down there and the, there was a fight in between the best friend and the guy and the girl and the zombie ends up falling out of the, the gurney and biting mm. the girl. So she's like, twist. yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she's like, at this point she's like dying and they end up killing the zombie and real sad. And the best friend ends up getting killed. I'm not going to spoil that. Uh, but so the, the biggest twist is the girl that gets bitten, which is the main character's like crush. Mm. He ends up keeping her, in that room on the gurney as his sex slave. Fucking fourth plot twist. You don't even have to watch the movie now. <laughs> I mean, everybody. I would recommend <laughs> watching it. I would definitely recommend watching it. But uh, it, it's a crazy film. It's like directed by Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh, I would definitely recommend watching it and just, you know, give it a shot. It's the earlier uh, Benicio. Would you say? <laughs> have you seen it here for wellness? No, actually, I was going to say, uh, talk about that one a little bit, if you don't mind, without spoiling that one. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to break it down for you like that. But basically, it's just, it's a crazy movie, man. It gets, it gets really, really twisted. But basically, this yeah. guy, uh, he's a New York businessman, whatever, he's like a kid, and his friend goes to Switzerland uh, to seek help, I guess, because he was depressed or whatever. And yeah. he goes out to Switzerland to try to find him at this, like, health clinic. And it just gets real twisted. There's a lot of eels, and I don't. That's all I'm gonna say. It's it's sick though. You gotta watch it. That was one that I saw the trailer, and it was definitely intriguing. I just uh, never heard anything like review wise, really. And I just it kind of just right. you know went past my radar a little bit, and then I forgot about it's, it. But it's, it's visually stunning. And yeah. what's weird is that the I think the writer director Gore Verbinski. Has, yeah. He hasn't done anything like that. He did like Pirates of the caribbean and like rango and like weird like kid movies like that and then he decides yeah. to do this like just sick movie oh. hell yeah i know what you mean i'll definitely check it out on recommendation now for sure but uh how do you guys feel about uh horror remakes do you guys enjoy those or do you usually end up hating them or try to stay away from them mm, it depends uh i i oh sorry no go i hated the original evil dead i thought it was absolute garbage yeah Probably for the time it came out, and if I was, you know, a teenager when it came out, it was probably the best movie ever. But I thought the movie, like, some of the scenes were too long, and the acting was obviously terrible, and whatever. So when yeah. I heard that they were going to remake that movie, I was stoked because I was like, this movie can definitely be better. And I thought the movie was so good that I paid like to go see it like six times. Oh yeah, no, I agree. That's the Evil Dead favorite. remake is. Uh... Yeah, I'd say that it's better than the original, even though I kind of like the original. I don't love it like a lot of people because I didn't grow up on it like that, but I definitely yeah. love the remake and that shit's up there for me as well. So, oh, so, so good. Dude, like- and honestly, like, 
a lot of people don't really care for them for some reason, but the <laughs> Rob Zombie remakes of Halloween, I love oh. them. I yeah, they were great. No, I like the. First I love the last. Yeah, the first one was really good. Yeah, yeah. but uh, um, Texas Chainsaw was good. Yeah, uh, I feel like the Hellraiser remakes were terrible. All of them. <laughs> They've all been bad. Well, not, re- <laughs> since, not since remakes. After the first I mean, two. Like, uh, yeah. I wouldn't say they're remakes, but continuations maybe, but yeah. they're just not they're just not that great. Yeah, and I know what you but, mean. Uh, what other remakes? Old Boy? I don't know. Is that considered horror, sort of? Uh, uh, no, I don't, I don't think that's considered Have you seen horror. that one? No, uh, but I've heard a lot about it. Oh, Suspiria. Suspiria remake is fantastic. Yeah. The original is obviously great, but, you know, like it's all color washed with like technicolor and whatnot but i thought the new one was better because, yeah i mean it's like a different it's a different feel altogether like the whole tone of the movie is like completely different but um this, like, this is kind of off subject but can we talk about goblin for a minute hell yeah because <laughs> because well, i've never i've never seen anything like that i went and saw them recently and it was by accident yeah they played in jacksonville and they um they had to borrow our base head. Actually. Right. They had to borrow our like base <laughs> gear yeah. and stuff because something happened, you know, and uh, we took the base gear down and I had to go pick it up and I, I wasn't planning on like going to the show or anything like that. I was just walking in to pick up our base gear and then leave. Mm-hmm. And they were in the middle of the Suspiria score. No, it was Deep Red. No, it was Suspiria. Oh, it was Suspiria. Bad, right. And uh, <laughs> because, because he, he ends up doing like a montage throughout the like uh the show of all the films that he's done scores to yeah so i walked in during suspiria and you know it's it, they're playing in a, in a movie theater like a pretty old movie theater in jacksonville mm-hmm. and they're set up in front of the screen and they play montages of the films as they're playing the score to that film hell yeah and it was one of the coolest things i've ever seen like they're great live they play everything perfectly it sounds great the music is incredible yeah and i would go see goblin anytime no i've never seen him but i'm kind of hoping what are you gonna say and girl girl. yeah yeah all great guys and girl all great people (laughs) oh hell yeah really nice people now i've always wanted to see him i hope that they do a tour after uh you know this quarantine shit's over with for sure so i can finally check them out but uh to speak on the suspiria remake i actually agree i think it's better than the original myself and uh that one scene uh spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen it but uh i won't spoil the actual ending but that one scene where the girl's getting all like twisted up like a pretzel and shit oh, that stuff so gets me every sick. time it's it's such a good uh oh, sick yeah, i feel like they use practical effects i mean they got to use some cgi to like you know fix it a little bit but uh i don't know it just gets me to cringe every time and a lot of shit don't you know after the first time usually i could just watch something you know over and over again but that one still gets me every time sure yeah so i'm gonna switch it up real quick (laughs) i want to ask you your favorite horror film (laughs) so my favorite is actually uh what a lot of people would probably say is a basic answer but mine's scream just because i find it like really yeah i find it super funny so i just like i don't know i can put it on any time of day and just enjoy it you know what i mean what I don't did know. you think of the, the show, the remake? I never watched that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I just, uh, I couldn't do the mask. Once they changed that mask up, I couldn't do it, so. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's, it, it was one of the, that I had early as well, like, uh, on DVD, so I was, like, watch a lot. So I just, uh, you know, it kind of stuck with me nostalgic-wise as well, but 
I don't know. I guess it's the rewatchability more than anything. I don't find it scary at all, but I also find it like super smart. Some of the stuff throughout, like once you know who the killers are, if you rewatch it, you see a lot of like subtleties where they're like looking at each other and uh, yeah, yeah, like trying to kind of like hush up the conversation and stuff. So it's smarter than it, it gets credit for. I feel like, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm also oh, yeah. West. I need West, to revisit. Yeah, I'm a West Craven fanboy though, because my second one is uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a classic for sure. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah. Boy, whoops. <laughs> so uh, to move on to like the hypothetical questions, if you guys, which I know you guys have something similar planned out, but uh, we don't have to talk about that if you don't want to. But if you guys can make a music video that was like a short film uh, version of a horror movie remake, what horror movie would you choose, and uh, how would you do it into like a music video? All right, on three, one, one two. Three, the void hell yeah <laughs> i when i saw that movie i immediately thought like this is like these are like this whole movie is like a rhythm of fear lyric basically. yeah like, I feel like i would have written a song about that that movie definitely is sick as fuck and the effects in that one i think are pretty sick for not being like a huge budget film as well you know as far as i know so yeah it's yeah. absolutely insane just all the things that they all the creatures that they made in that film you know mm-hmm. just like the people that were distorted in the giant blob, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of that movie Slither a little bit. Yeah. So as far as that goes, I mean, nah. it was like way more goofy, but great movie. No, I know what you mean, though, when that one guy is like all deformed towards the end, the, uh, Michael yeah, Rucker, I, I believe. Feed me meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, yeah. back to the music video thing, also, we kind of, uh, we started writing a song that was, uh, you know, it was inspired by, uh, you know, like the Hellraiser films and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a song that we, uh, we recorded called uh, Tears of Ecstasy. And yeah. we kind of wanted to make it, you know, Hellraiser-esque, more like a, like a homage to, to Hellraiser without actually making it Hellraiser, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's what, you know, Hopefully in the near future we have coming out for everybody. Keep your eyes peeled on that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cameron Nunez did that one. Great guy. Good that's, looking fellow. <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, like I said, this won't be out till late October. So it might be, you know, closer to the, by the time this comes out, you know, it might even already be out by then. So. Yeah, I yeah. hope so. Pick up the pace, Cameron. Come on, man. Wait, <laughs> dog. No. <laughs> Send over a rough draft. At least. No. <laughs> no, he's great. Hell yeah. So kind of the same question, but with instruments, if you guys each could get like a customized instrument that was customized with a horror movie and it could be like an amp, it could be a drum set, it could be a guitar, it could be a backdrop, it could be anything. What got, uh, What would you guys get and how would you get it customized? Like with what kind of horror movie? Well, I would, as the drummer, I would replace all of my drum heads with stretched flesh, probably. Oh yeah. Fill the toms up <laughs> with blood. So like, I would just put on my own horror show. Like... <laughs> No, but I probably have like a collage of like all my favorite horror movies, you know, Hellraiser, yeah. American Psycho, all that good stuff. I mean, I don't really play an instrument, so maybe yeah. just like a, plays, I don't know. He plays the radio pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Again, like very like, I don't know, kind of like The Void, you know. I, I think it'd be cool like a like a stage setup rather than just like one mm-hmm. instrument or something like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, whether it be a show or you know a music video or something again uh horror kind of seems to be the the default with our band you know we always we always kind of go that way we had a a 
song called Dark Energy come out a little while ago that was very horror-esque, very cult-esque. Um, yeah, more, more on the cult side, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we, we kind of have themes. Every record, we try to write a song that's kind of like about a serial killer or something like that. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, we wrote about, what, uh, Richard Kuklinski? Yeah. The first album. That was uh, a song Brain, called Brain Freeze. Brain Freeze, right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Second one, I can't remember his name. Um, he, he's out of like Queens Harbor, Washington. James Cushing? Yeah. Sound yeah, right? yeah. James Cushing? That dude's a psycho. Holy shit. But uh, <laughs> we did Slithering Madness about that guy. Yeah. And then Fire in the Sky. Sorry, I hate to keep interrupting, but no, Fire in the Sky we did on the first album. That was loosely based off of the movie Fire in the Sky, the uh, alien abduction yeah. movie. That's awesome. Yeah. No, hell yeah. So uh, would you guys ever want to score a horror movie, you know, as a band or anything like that, if uh, it was brought to you guys? I would, I would love to do that. Maybe, maybe not as Rhythm of Fear, but yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Let me learn how to play the keyboard a little better. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, call me in like 20 years. I'm going to do like another like Killer Clowns movie or something. Yeah. I'm very, <laughs> oh, very, yeah. very into like, you know, like synth pop stuff. And yeah, I, I would love to write like something kind of like, uh, what was that movie called beyond the black rainbow oh yeah yeah something yeah. like that oh, yeah. you know like very retro 80s that whole movie was like 90 percent music anyway yeah yeah for sure oh and but, mandy too like anything like that anything that that guy does panos yeah. cosmatos or whatever his name is yeah i would love to write stuff like that he's got he's got it down like as far as the whole aesthetic and the feel yeah the soundtrack and everything but I mean, if they do like another, I don't know, The Mummy or Scorpion King or something, we can put our actual music on the soundtrack. So, yeah, like Godsmack or something. Like, we'll fit As right I say, just cover Godsmack. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so uh, my final question for you guys is, do you have uh, any horror stories from either being on the road or you can share any that you have personally that, you know, you feel are supernatural or, uh, or some just crazy ass shit that happened to you? I mean, there is there is some some tour stuff going on. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I don't know supernatural woo woo. Uh, we don't really believe in any of that silly stuff. But okay. so we're gonna tell you the story and kind of not say names or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, where were we? We were in I'm not Washington even gonna, I'm, or something. I'm not even gonna say the state because I'll probably figure out who we're talking about. No, but, no. Where we were in Washington originally, right? Before we got to to said state. Oh. Yeah, we were on the West Coast, sort of <laughs> Midwest, West Coast area. We'll say that. So, okay, we... We needed a place to stay. We right? ended up having to do, like, a really long drive. Like, super long drive. And we didn't want to have to drive, like, 14, 15 hours or something like that. Through the night, yeah. Through yeah. the night. So, hmm. we put up a post and trying to find... You know, we were trying to find somewhere to stay the night. And we ended up getting a message from this guy who we'd never met before. Never met the guy. Never met him. Seems super nice. I know this is like the start of like a horror film. And it like, was us. Hey, let me, let me, it was us and an entire another band. So we're talking about like 10 people. Yeah. yeah. This dude's never met any of us. And yeah. He's like, yeah. Come over. No big deal. So, you know, we're trying to find this guy's house. We see the house. We're like, Hey, we think we're here. He's like, okay, cool. So he comes out, he greets us or whatever. He's like right this way. So we walk in the front door and he's like leading us through the house. His living room is a first room in the house when you walk through the front door. That's where he yeah. It's it, Yeah, it's, it's now his bedroom. It's not a living room. It's his bedroom. So he has, and I'm going to tell you everything he has in his bedroom. 
So he has, I want to say it was like three or four televisions showing the same film. And it seemed to be like a Japanese gore film of some sort. It was some Jap. I found out later by talking to the dude. Some movie called Hell. Never heard of it, but that shit yeah, sounds fucking old, creepy. Old, old, old Japanese. Yeah, movie. it looked like a Japanese like gore film. Anyways, so across from the televisions, he has his bed. On mm-hmm. top, so he had this like headboard that had like a little platform on it or whatever, and laid out like evenly spaced was a bunch of knives on his like headboard. Then you look like right next to the door and he had a photo of himself with a knife going through his forehead. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so pretty welcoming. It, it, gets, yeah. it now gets weirder. He's, he's, got, he's he, got boxes stacked up everywhere. We don't know what's in these boxes. There's like the old Xerox boxes. They're stacked to the ceiling. I'm like, what the, what, what's going on here? So, <laughs> so he like, he leads us through his house and he's going to show us where we're going to stay for the night. And of course, it's a staircase that goes down. So we go into this guy's basement and we're from Florida. So like houses out here don't have basements first off. So like, yeah, it's already weird. So anyways, yeah. so we go down to this basement and it's a laundry room to the right. There's a room and in front of us, there's a room and every room is empty. The room in front of us has carpet. It's like a small room. The room on the right that he takes us in is a concrete room that has a pentagram spray paint it was on the ground right i don't know it was like on the wall okay yeah yeah it was like a pentagram spray painted on the wall there was chains there was like all kinds of like weird like yard instruments mm-hmm. like old yard instruments he's like he's like if there's anything you guys need just let me know yeah, and it, we're goes, like, it goes upstairs without like like that's it like no and then just leaves us there and he goes back and starts watching this film so like we start getting curious logan goes up to talk to him well, hold on. First, no, let me back back it up a little bit. We're inspecting these rooms, right? And there's like windows and it's like underground or whatever, like a basement, obviously. Everything's mm-hmm. taped. Everything's taped closed. Yeah, it's all like, the cabinets. There, there are cabinets that are all taped closed. I'm like, that's that's not weird. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, I went upstairs to talk to this dude. I was like, I got to talk to him. There's no way we could sleep here until I get to know this dude like a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. I go up there and I was like, hey, man, uh, where's your bathroom? He's like, oh, it's just down there. Go into his bathroom just to inspect it. I didn't have to use the bathroom, but open, like slide back the, uh, the shower curtain. There's like a mop in there like a freshly used mop. I'm like, okay, uh, a little weird. Maybe, I don't know. Like he had people coming over here. It's kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, open up the little cabinet doors underneath the sink. And there's like a, like a huge dagger, what like the fuck? just a random dagger. Like, I don't know if this dude's like, and, and not only that, but like he has the, the light switches in his house, they're all taped to where they're staying on. They're mm-hmm. in the on position. So you can't turn them off. Yeah. And then he has like strategically placed around the house, like notes to himself, Yeah. which was like really, really weird, you know? So we're just like staying down there. We're like, guys, what are we going to do? And like, it's fr- keep in mind, it's freezing in his house. Oh yeah. It was, it freezing. was, it was really, really cold. Like, so we're like, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. What are we going to do? I don't know what kind of weapons do we all have? And we're all like looking, I was like, I got a knife. All of us only had like knives and like a little, <laughs> maybe one of us had a baton or something. Yeah. But so I go up there to talk to this dude. I was like, hey man, You're like, hi, my name's Logan. Nice to meet you. He told me his name. And uh, I'm like, what you watching? He tells me, I was like, what's up with the, I didn't ask him about the two TVs. I thought it was weird, but <laughs> yeah, playing the same movie. But I think what he was doing was, was recording. He was ripping, I think he was ripping the movie onto a VHS. Yeah. But, 
still weird if you know if you don't know but i was like yeah. hey man i gotta ask you bro what's in all of these boxes what's going on with the boxes and he's like oh it's just like a just a bunch of vhs tapes and i was like okay you mind if i you mind if i see <laughs> <laughs> you mind if i see real quick if i take a look bro? take a little look what's in these boxes yeah i was, I was not ashes <laughs> We're all freaked out. I mean, this guy was just way too like trusting to have all these strangers in his house. Yeah. Everything's taped up. It's freezing in there. Like, dude, we tried to play it cool. We tried to just like suck it up, but we escaped out of the back door and we dipped. <laughs> we we're like, man, we feel so bad. He was so nice, but we're out. <laughs> Shit, I don't blame you. That's so creepy. I don't even want to release this episode. He might come for my ass. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's nah. Whoever it is that nobody's gonna know. Some people might know. Some people might know. That's no, for is. sure. Turns out the dude. I mean, the dude. He's a nice dude. He's, he is a nice guy. We we ended yeah. up getting the lowdown on him. He's a nice dude. He does a lot for the scene. So yeah. Um. It. it I mean, you know, people have their things. Oh yeah. So. But by the way, when we got there, that's when I started like looking at his like profile and all the pictures are like real weird. He's wearing like trench coats and like <laughs> his like face is scratched out and he's like got these giant like machete knives and everything. <laughs> and just like this dude's gonna kill us bro straight up the type of guy like holding the sword while it's in the in the sheath or whatever <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> yeah man but well i appreciate you guys uh for coming on is there anything you guys want to talk about or promote before i let you go um if the music video is out by now by the time this is aired uh peep it check, check it out check out my man cameron nunez if you need a music video he's in la now oh yeah uh, the name for the song is going to be Tears of Ecstasy. Yeah, Tears of Ecstasy. So that'll be on our, our Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. Uh, and be else? on the lookout for all the uh, the live sessions that we're going to be dropping, all the cover songs and everything. Yes, all this is good. Uh, keep in mind that they still have not uh, arrested the killers of Breonna Taylor. So yeah, there's yeah. that also. Definitely. Well, no, I appreciate you guys for sure. Yeah, we Thank appreciate you, you man. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for thinking of us. It means a lot. And as usual, I just want to say thanks again for listening and make sure you check back next week as my guest is going to be the one and only Sue Warner of War on Women. Make sure you go check out their two new singles as they have a brand new album dropping October 30th on Bridge Nine Records. And also, if you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, next Tuesday I will be dropping the full lineup for November. So that way if you want to see what guests you have coming up to look forward to. So As always, thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out Loudmouth Threads who do this awesome original podcast artwork and stay safe.